0: Hello everyone. I'm delighted to welcome you to the Power and Purpose Through Peace podcast. My name is Bully TV I founded Essence Coaching to help you reconnect with yourself, magnify your essence and reveal your magnificence. You see, to lead meaningful lives, we all need purpose. To fulfill our purpose, we need power. And to be truly powerful, we need to tune into a space of peace. My podcasts bring you information and inspiration that help you activate the power, purpose and peace you need to be the change you want to see in the world, of course, in a happy, healthy, and sustainable way. The pandemic we're experiencing has certainly put enormous stress on our economies, ways of life, relationships, physical and mental health, and many other facets of our lives. The world is for once united in experiencing of the uncertainty that comes with navigating uncharted waters. According to the European Centre of Disease Prevention and Control, the confirmed cases globally is now at over 5 million people. Those who have recovered is just over 300,000. And those who have are recorded at having lost their lives following the infection is at just 100. Under 100,000 people. No one can ignore the seriousness of the situation without playing ostrich. What is also true is that that amid the chaos, there is tremendous opportunity to review and rebuild on a personal and societal level. Today, I have on the podcast Leila, a French expatriate living in New York, who's also a talented blog writer. This multi-talented woman has two daughters, an amazing husband and life partner, and has been a friend for about 16 years now. She's one of those rare people with whom you can pick up a conversation from where you left off, no matter how long you've not spoken for. We may all have families, but not all of us have the privilege of saying we found our tribe. I can safely say that Layla is part of my tribe. Layla? A very warm welcome to the
1: podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm really (laughs) honoured.
0: It's really my pleasure. So, Leila, you live in New York, or shall I say New Jersey, with your two daughters and husband.
1: How old are your daughters
0: and how are you coping?
1: Okay, so coping is really the word. Um, (laughs) I live in New Jersey, so I live on the border of the Hudson, so it's what we call Greater New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two daughters, one, uh, a bit over two years old and I gave birth to my second daughter in January this year. Wow. Mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. So, so, I mean, I do not, I cannot say I'm a mother, I, I don't have any children and I just cannot imagine what it's like. I and mean, you've just had a baby basically. Yes.
1: And but I'm feel... experiencing all of this. Yes. And, but I feel lucky that I had it. In a way, in January, because mm-hmm. just right before the stay at home,
0: mm-hmm. uh, which
1: in the US started, I want to say, mid March. Mm-hmm. So I was really before all the chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm lucky in a way. Um, and, you know, even if we experience cho- shortages of supplies a little bit, um, mm-hmm. you know, some obligations, you know, to wear the mask, not to get mm-hmm. out, and all these mm-hmm. things, when you mm-hmm. have a newborn, it's OK. Mm. It's, you know, it's really more for the second, uh, the first one, the first daughter that it's um, more difficult, I want to say, mm. because she's two years. She wants to get out. She wants to, you know, she has a lot of energy. So mm. it's been challenging, I would put it that way. First of all, may I say
0: that I love the gratitude attitude and focusing on the positive? <laughs> Always. <laughs> What I'm hearing, though, is that it's it's quite complex when you have children of different ages because your needs with your new baby of maybe more cocooning and spending time at home, et cetera, are not necessarily the needs of your daughter, your other daughter. Yes, and so you need to be able to balance that
1: definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. and it's it's an adventure and a journey in itself, uh, mm-hmm. regardless of the of the context we are experiencing right now. Yes, um, but obviously, um, what we are living today uh, mm. really adds um, to uh, the challenge. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, when, when you have, um, I had to teach my uh, first daughter um, mm. why she cannot go to the playground and enjoy mm. herself, why she's not going to school anymore, mm. this kind of thing. So, yeah.
0: What did you say to her? How did you explain to her in a manner that she understood and accepted that she couldn't go out and play?
1: So I say to her that uh, there were a big um, trauma. I didn't Mm. use trauma. I used the word Mm. bobo in French, um, in the air, Um, Mm. and that um, as a consequence, uh, all playgrounds were closed that Mm. um, the zoo, because she wanted to get to the zoo, the zoo was closed, just to Mm. protect people. So I really Mm. um, focus on let's be happy and safe and in good health rather than Mm. on the bad, you know, bad things. And, you know, wearing a mask is more of a game now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. than, you know, just please do wear it. Otherwise, we cannot enter, I don't know, the supermarket or whatever. So, Um. yeah, it's more game and um you know something fancy to do (laughs)
0: absolutely oh wow which also brings us to the point that the way in which you as a parent are handling this with your daughter is going to have a huge effect on how she relates to all of this now and going forwards as well yeah so that's important
1: and i think it's what you're pointing right now it's very interesting it's parenting Mm. um in a context of international disease or pandemic or Mm -hmm. you know and I think it's for me at the beginning it was a lot of stress because I was like Mm -hmm. what is she going to take away from all that is she going to miss something Mm -hmm. uh you know not going to school not seeing her friends um Mm -hmm. if you can talk about friends when you're two years old but you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. not enjoying herself and you know Mm -hmm. i had the habit of taking her to the museum or you Mm -hmm. know showing Mm -hmm. her things outside of the home and i was Mm -hmm. like now that we are you know ordered to stay at home what kind of childhood even if it's obviously in a short period obviously and hopefully um Mm -hmm. what kind of childhood is she going to have but i tried to you know, um, focus on the positive and things Mm -hmm. we can do together and looking at small things um, together. So, yeah, the first period was a bit stressful and uh, I I took a step back and I'm like, no, let's take advantage of the situation to do things that we do not normally do or that I do not take time to do
0: beautiful oh my goodness that, that's wonderful um Leila, you mentioned earlier that the lockdown started in um, American March yeah and I as I mean you, you're a French person French woman living yes. in New York as an expatriate what what would you say the perspective you know looking from the U.S. is today on the pandemic
1: so it's very interesting so because I think um and I mean, I think it was the same in, at least in the Western world, mm. um, like Europe and the U.S. is like we went through phases. So the mm. first the first day, I remember it was a Friday. I was out with my two daughters and mm. I heard about, you know, um, Trump saying, oh, it's an emergency, um, you know, declaring emergency state in the U.S. And I was like, what the heck is that? And I went to do some mm-hmm. grocery shopping, and I saw people, you know, freaking out in the supermarket, mm-hmm. and you know, just emptying the shelves. And I was, and it's funny because I caught myself doing the exact same thing, and you know, oh, putting wow. things into my car that I didn't need it. And I was like, <laughs> okay, it's so interesting to see, you know, the mass mm-hmm. behavior, um, mm-hmm. you influenced by others, you the the the, the, the fear comes Mm -hmm. you know come and gets you Mm -hmm. and I went back home and I said to my husband and I say things are really strange right now this is what's going on and we were like you know when you it's exactly the same phases with when you lose someone like the loss Mm -hmm. so you go Mm -hmm. through different phases so the first one is like not believing it Mm. then you know anger and and so first, the first phase was, and I think all Americans were like, mm, no, it's just a flu. It's just nothing. Denial. And, yeah, denial. And then we just realized what we, what it was with the amount of deaths piling up. Um, and it was really scary. Um, but I think, so that was on a Friday. And on a Monday, I went to, on Saturday, I went to New York, to Manhattan, and i was like okay now that it's a state of emergency i want to see manhattan being locked down and i went there and everybody was outside i saw people coming out of the subway and all that you know not really grasping um the um the reality of what Gravity, we yeah. Yeah. so it was interesting and then um last last week last weekend i went back to new york to manhattan just to see you know also, the difference, the, the streets were deserted. It, they were empty. Um, all, obviously, all, them, all the shops, all the restaurants were closed down. There was no one outside apart from, unfortunately, some homeless people um, trying to um, get by. I mean, if you don't have anyone in the street, how do you um, mm. get by when you're a homeless person? So it was a very different vibe so we went through phases i believe in the us the same as um right now in europe um and now we are thinking and trying to um design the future um and how it's going to look like
0: wow and um said something interesting so how are you getting about are you taking an uber are you driving are you going in public
1: transport so public transportation is still running and it's so Mm. and it's just you know sometimes images are really strong and and Mm. so i leave so i live in new jersey but i'm the last i'm the first top or last stop, depending on which way you go, but the last stop Mm -hmm. in New Jersey before entering Manhattan. So I'm really close. Mm -hmm. And usually when I was going to work, I was, you know, waiting for the bus in long lines because it was always crowded, uh, being the last Mm -hmm. stop. And now obviously it's all empty and you cannot enter from the first door, you know, the front door of the bus. You have to go on the rear and you cannot give your ticket mm. to the driver. You cannot speak to the driver. It's a very, mm. and you have a lot of scary images, you know, like um, um, like police lines and things. So it's the images that you go through during your day actually create this new reality. So I take uh, mm. public transportation. Uh, only mm. the buses are running, not um, the ferries so yeah but I didn't take the subway I'm too I'm too scared
0: (laughs) no no I I see what you mean and um you also mentioned earlier how you going into the supermarket seeing everybody in a frenzy and being influenced by that and it just occurred to me that there's this term called herd immunity where basically you allow everybody to get it and then people gain their immunity and then we're good like Mm. the flu yeah but also it's the same thing as this herd you know um mentality or we're all influenced by this we see people doing something we mimic them mm-hmm. it, it, it's a primal need yeah. to do so and it's and it's it's very very it's very powerful it is and or sometimes sometimes it's a good thing because everybody's moved in a very positive direction so that's great um but we've I suppose seen moments in history where people went in really terrible directions mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Um, Especially when you because... point a,
1: when your points of reference are being blurred, look, like, yes. you, you see empty shelves in usually very mm-hmm. you know packed supermarkets. Yeah. Um, yeah. You yeah. see, so it's like shop- oh gosh, well, you know, what should I do? So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't forget that
0: you have two kids to feed. feed, So, you know, it's not like you can say, okay, I can go on a
1: diet. You (laughs) you need to feed your kids. And it's interesting what (laughs) you're saying, because depending Mm. on your diet, but here at home, we eat a Mm. lot of vegetables and fruits. um, Mm. And in the U.S., the people actually harvesting those fruits and vegetables for us privileged people in the cities to eat, are undoc- mm-hmm. undocumented uh, people, migrants um, from Central yeah. America. And mm-hmm. very it's an irony, but um, the White House declared those people to be essential workers. So it's so interesting mm-hmm. to also see that um, during the pandemic or during crisis, mm-hmm. um, the people that um, you don't see or you're just trying to, or you just ignore the existence, um, all of mm-hmm. a sudden become essential and... Heroes. And heroes. Um, and for me, yeah. the, 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 the fate of undocumented people, migrants in the fields in Midwest um, is very... Um, right now, I mean, obviously, it's uh, it's a very scary situation for them because obviously they do not have hel- uh, access to healthcare to information, mm. um, still yeah. defeating the U.S. So it's, it's an interesting mm. thing.
0: Oh, my goodness. <sighs> I, I, I hear what you're saying. So what you're saying is people who should be celebrated, because as you're saying, it's so funny because I was just telling people that you guys don't realize I am so, so grateful for the supermarkets, to yeah. the farmers, to everybody in agriculture, because... For so, in some way, they are keeping the food yeah. coming. And they, they,
1: they're keeping you know. a sense of normality into our lives.
0: Normalcy. Yeah, normalcy, side right? Uh, into our lives. And yeah.
1: Um, um, yeah, yet, they're not, wow. they're not considered on a normal basis. They're not considered um, mm. to the level they are um, actually contributing to the wealth of the, of the United States
0: yeah the well-being yeah. i mean because we're not, we're not we're not even talking about you know earning another million but if you have no food yeah. bottom line yeah you cannot survive yeah. it's 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 yeah. uh, so true so true wow and um it, how are people because you probably have neighbors i don't know whether you guys are in touch or friends who mm-hmm. live there how are people reacting to this pandemic you know Are people clinging to the past and they want their old lives back? Are they thinking, oh, it's actually a good thing. What's what's the future I want for myself? What's going on? So you have
1: different reactions. Um, We have a neighbor Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. who was completely hysterical. I I hate this word because it has a lot of prejudices behind, but that was really her attitude. I'm sorry for that. Um, (laughs) But she was like, I mean, meanwhile, she was already wearing masks and helmets, mm-hmm. and gloves, and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. And she was saying to me, um, like, she was really keeping social distancing. And at some point, she said to me um, that her husband uh, was germaphobe and that he took his, their stone to Canada, his Canadian here, husband. And mm-hmm. because, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the U.S. They were really like thinking about a really big catastrophe. And um, she was like hoarding toilet paper. She was hoarding UV lights, those kind of things and gloves and masks, Mm. Um, and saying to me, do not believe the government, Um, um, the US are going to um, crumble and this kind of thing. So you have this kind of person. Other people are more like, okay, This is our new reality. How do we cope with it? How do we, um, you know, find alternative ways to do what we are used to do and uh, maintain a sense of normalcy in our um, household? And some people are thinking about the future. And that's interesting because you don't really know what the future holds for you. and, And it's... It's very interesting because no one is going to provide us with um, what's going to happen. Some people are like, you know, longing for a new, um, a new world with different values, different um, principles. Um, and some days I can see us going back to what the world was before. And sometimes I have some mm-hmm. um, hints of hopes, but I uh, hope. But um, I always keep in the in 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 a corner of my mind um mm-hmm. a sentence by uh the philosopher Nietzsche which which who mm-hmm. is my favorite one i don't know in English mm-hmm. the right words, but basically he say that one must still have chaos in oneself to be mm-hmm. able to give birth to a mm-hmm. dancing star um and mm-hmm. I think this is what we try and I think this is one-in-a-lifetime opportunity for us to go through this chaos in order to design something that, I mean, just a better world. And it sounds, I know it sounds corny, maybe, or, you know, um, like a utopia, but I think we do have this chance. So I just hope we're going to be able to grasp it and you know, at an individual level, do whatever it takes to actually change a little bit or, you know, to um, to move the needle a little bit. Um, what I see is that it's been a week, I want to say, yeah, a week that people actually are um, going going back to some habits, you know, for like mm-hmm. two months. There was no traffic outside. You could not hear a noise um yeah, and uh, I mean, you experienced it just before uh, cold, but you open the the windows of your apartment and the traffic is back and and people are actually going mm. back to being alone in their own car, um, not mm. using bicycle, not using um, public transportation, especially in the u s obviously this kind of thing, so mm. you feel that you, that people are actually going back to their habits of of the world before um, and also I feel that this pandemic especially in the US really lift the veil on what on what was actually unheard before like mm-hmm. I mean if you yeah. look at the deaths because you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation you, you mentioned a few um, figures in terms of deaths or in terms of testing mm-hmm. of the cases, and um, mm-hmm. and obviously, as as more as more testing is um, taking place, obviously the, the, the figure of um, cases are going to go up. But yeah, Definitely. but um, if you go by zip code or by any and also by ethnicity, because here in the US, it's obviously allowed it mm-hmm. allowed to to, 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 mm-hmm. to measure that. You can see that the pandemic and the the virus actually hit um, at a higher Mm. rate Latinos, Native Americans Mm. and African-Americans. And it left a veil Mm. on the very, um, so well encored and so entrenched in the way the society, the economy of the U.S. is working, Mm. because obviously those people are essential workers because they mostly work in healthcare, they mostly work in law enforcement, they mostly work Mm. in farms, as we mentioned, or in meat processing plants or in supermarkets. Mm. So they're really frontliners, and they're more exposed, obviously, to the virus, but also it shows a lot of inequality because those people have less access to education, they have less access to healthcare, and they have uh, less access Mm. to um, jobs. So Mm. it's really interesting also to see, you know, by zip code, uh, who has been hit the hardest. Mm. And unfortunately, it shows Mm. that. And on the the flip side, well, on the other side or on the other hand, I don't know if you um, saw that, but in Lansing, Michigan, in the capital of Michigan, a few days/slash weeks ago, um, a group of white supremacists um, stormed the Capitol, um, bearing weapons with them. Um, and mm. I feel that this pandemic also unveiled the the dark side uh, of the U.S. So mm-hmm. it's really in between. When you talk to, about the future, when you ask me about the future. I want to have some hints of hope saying, no, we cannot go back mm. to those habits. Some people are just realizing that actually this is the way we lived our lives that actually maybe um, led us to what we are experiencing right now. And other people are more like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's indulge into our dark, um, dark habits. So, mm. yeah, um, mm. I hope, I hope. That um, the world is going to change, but when you see um, how Trump, mm-hmm. our president, is um, acting, mm-hmm. and you know he's mm-hmm. an entertainer, so every day there's a new thing mm-hmm. that prevents mm-hmm. us, as citizens, to actually look at the um, reality, at the numbers of dead and yes. all that. Every day That's there's right. new things. One That's day right. it's Exactly. A distraction. One day is I'm not wearing a mask. The other day is I'm taking mm. a very controversial mm. medicine, whatever. Absolutely. And at the same time, you say, let's open the economy. Are people, are go- are people yeah. going to die? Yes. So it's really a balance between economy, finance, or human. And I hope we're all mm. going to choose. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope the vast majority of people are going to, u- to choose humanity. Instead of finance mm. and economy, obviously everything is mm. interrelated. Um, obviously, that I understand that if you don't open the economy, then the livelihood, livelihoods of people, you know. But still, yes, let's yeah. put the human in the center rather than putting the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, no, absolutely, absolutely.
0: It, it's interesting what you said because um, you raised many points. One of the points was how. Basically, we needed chaos within to create Mm. stars. And I think that is such a powerful, powerful, powerful image and a very um, important thing to just understand and and hold within one when one is facing Mm. any challenge, especially a challenge like this. Because what is happening is our systems Mm -hmm. are being put Mm -hmm. under pressure and some of them will Mm -hmm. definitely break. And others will have to restructure themselves and move around Mm -hmm. if they want to survive and evolve right and you said something as well about the analysis zip code Mm -hmm. um by zip code about the effects of the pandemic and you mentioned two things exposure Mm -hmm.
1: of course Mm -hmm. which will
0: increase the risks of it of you get getting the virus and then you mentioned education um which also will affect your risk of getting the virus number one but i think to a larger extent the risk of you succumbing to it and what do i mean by that because there are two fronts there's a front of getting the virus you don't wash your hands you touch Mm -hmm. your face all of that but the last frontier as people are beginning to understand is your immune Mm -hmm. system So even if you come in contact with a virus, which as far as I'm concerned, and I know it's provocative, if you're breathing, you can come in contact with a virus, um, you know, going out or not. The real thing is your immune system. If you're not eating properly, we've had this discussion before, you know, if McDonald's is cheaper than getting vegetables and, you know, drinking good water, then certain people from certain backgrounds, because their immune systems are so compromised... Will definitely be succumbing much quicker, yeah. you know, much more. That's
1: right.
0: And it is very sad that, based on what you've just said now, not only are the immune systems already compromised, but they're also the ones mm-hmm. most exposed because yeah. of the work they do.
1: Um, and it's terrible. And, and, and it, yeah, which is and it's so interesting to see because I, I, on social media, you see some people saying, um, we mm. don't need a vaccine and I'm not going to enter this um, debate. I don't care, but we don't need this vaccine because mm. um, we have our immune mm. system mm. and I'm going to be provocative, provocative mm. right now, but sure. those people are white mm. and are wealthy. I'm sorry. <laughs> those people saying that. And, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. God, exactly. Because they have the immune I'm like, systems. Yeah. Do you exactly. think about the the cashier in the supermarket right. or um, the native person? Yes. Um, in the reservation, yeah. or the Mexican immigrant wow. um, harvesting you vegetables, yeah. they don't have access to that. Yeah. They don't have an immune system. And I read something in the New Yorker, yeah. in the New York Times. Yeah, it was in the New York Times a few weeks mm. back, and mm. it really, um, mm. it nearly pushed me to tears. It's a young woman of twenty six years mm. old in middle In Midwest, mm. she was a waiter in an mm. arena of some kind, concert arena, whatever. Mm. And she has been mm. laid off, obviously, because, mm. you know, uh, <clears throat> oh, everything yes. is closed. And she was like, I don't have mm. um, access to healthcare because, you know, here in the US, um, healthcare and health insurance is linked to your employer. Once you lose your job, you don't have okay. anything unless you're mm. wealthy enough to um, enroll into private insurance, which is absolutely... Um, it's nearly not the case of anyone here. Um, so mm. you don't have access to your insur to health insurance once you lose your job. And this person was like, mm. "I cannot afford to 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 get sick, otherwise I'm going bankrupt." And I was like, "What?" And she was saying, "As I don't have health insurance, if I get sick and I go to the hospital, I'm gonna be billed mm. thousands of dollars." Mm. So what I'm trying to mm-hmm. do right now is to um, obviously ration my, um, the, the, the food that I'm eating each day. And mm-hmm. I'm trying when I go to the supermarket mm-hmm. to focus on oranges and grapefruits so I can have some vitamins mm-hmm. that will help boost my immune system. And I was like, gosh, you're 26 mm-hmm. years old. You don't have health insurance. You can mm-hmm. go near a hospital um, in fear yeah. of get, going bankrupt. So you're just relying on on oranges. And this, Mm -hmm. for me, is the epitome of life in the US. So you have, obviously, the American dream that, you know, you can... Mm -hmm. And it's true, and it's still true, that if you um, work hard enough or if you Mm. um, don't work hard enough, but if you believe in your dream and you, you, you work towards it, Mm-hmm. You're gonna succeed because we, you know, you, we mm-hmm. give chance to everybody. But there's a little, mm-hmm. you know, in in a small font, there's a little um, mm-hmm. sentence at the um, uh, at the bottom of the page saying, "Depending on you, um, mm-hmm. ethnicity, wealth, um, health condition," and it's terrible for me. And ah, just exactly your network and your network connections. And, and, and there's, we were talking earlier about, you know, access to um, water. And for years mm-hmm. now, there's a health crisis in Flint, Michigan. People, you know, with water shutoffs mm-hmm. and people not having access to um, clean water. Water should be a mm-hmm. universal human rights, right? Um, it goes out from mm-hmm. Earth and it should be... It should not be uh, put in bottles and sold. But anyway, this is another <laughs> debate. Anyway, and those people didn't have access for years to clean water. And with the pandemic, mm-hmm. when people are telling you, hey, you should wash your hands if you get if you get the d- disease or if you get the virus, it's because you didn't wash your hands properly or you didn't. I don't. Mm-hmm. They don't have access to water. So and those people obviously are mostly African-American. Um So I think what this um, virus told us, and obviously we are in it together, we are fighting it all together, but some people are, it's taking a toll, a harder toll or bigger toll on minorities and on um, already suffering communities.
0: And you know, what you just said was absolutely incredible, especially at this point about minorities. So obviously the person is suffering mm-hmm. from financial stress. Mm-hmm. Stress is mm-hmm. one of the number one killers in the world, if not the number one killer, which could yeah. affect your immune Definitely. system as well. And so if the person is actually having to make decisions as to ration the food mm-hmm. they're eating on a daily basis... And then focusing on oranges and grapefruits and maybe doesn't have enough energy with the other. I mean, these are horrible yes. decisions for anybody to have to make. And this is a 26 year old. I don't know if she had kids or not. But can you imagine people yes. who have children yes, having to make those decisions? And it's And I like I, thank you for, bringing, for saying this, because it's true that I'm very much, an, you know, we must all protect mm. our immune systems, but it is true that not everybody has the mm-hmm. finances or even yes. the education to protect your immune systems. And for those people who, you know, who actually take supplements, they know that right now vitamin <laughs> C is it's getting yes. more and more expensive.
1: <laughs> it is. It of is course. getting more and more expensive.
0: Of course. The prices have gone up. Um, so it's, the, these are not easy... Um, solutions it's not a fits. one mm-hmm. size fits all um um proposal and as you said we need to understand whether we're putting the human being at yes. the center of our direction and our thought mm-hmm. or we're putting money and you know the, the the wealth of a few um at the center of that
1: and for me it's really um, what it's at stake right now is you know going back to your, mm-hmm. your question earlier saying, what is your perspective on the future? Mm. For me, it's, it really lies mm-hmm. in those, you know, two options. What kind of world we want to build mm. after that. Obviously, it's going to be difficult to put the human at the center because social distancing, this kind of things. But let's try to invest mm. on human. And it's so interesting when you see also, mm-hmm. um, you know, how companies are reacting to the virus. You have very, I mean, it's a very broad mm-hmm. um, um, uh, outline that I'm going to give, but you have two options. One is a company saying, okay, let's save what it's salvageable like, um, we need to make c- c- cost cuts. We need to 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 save as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And some others are like, okay, let's invest on the human. Let's keep all our workforce, workforce um, on the payroll. Mm-hmm. Um, let's try to put money on the table for the most vulnerable people in our communities. And you have those two um, Mm -hmm. options. Mm -hmm. And I believe, I strongly believe, and I deeply believe um, that the companies that are going to make it um, in the future are the companies investing on the people. And for me, the countries that are going to make it in the future are going to be the countries really focusing on the population and not on the economy only. Um, and that's why for me it's very scary um, to have someone um, pushing so hard to reopen um, the, eco- the economy. And what, what actually it showed us, it, it unveiled a new generation of leaders Um, as governors of states, you have Mm -hmm. a few figures emerging, um, a few, you know, uh, governors, the governor of New York, for instance, the governor of Michigan, um, Mm -hmm. emerging as uh, new leaders with a new conception of leadership. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very interesting um, Mm -hmm. to study how they they are, um, you know, um, how do they... um, exercise their leadership how do they construct their mm. speeches how do they um, um, order um, actions in their states it's very interesting to see the mm. the the deep contrast between um, those leaders and I think it's it's a lesson for 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 the future for us
0: it it, it definitely is so If I said give me three words that would describe what you, Layla, would like to see in the world post pandemic, Um, what would those words be? I would
1: say respect um, for your community and community for me. It's the people, it's the nature, and in nature you have. um, And it sounds um, a bit naive, but it's really the nature. It's the plants and the animals. So every living creature Mm. around you, you need to respect it. Um, So respect for your community, Mm -hmm. I would say. Um, I would like to see Mm -hmm. um, an economy that is based on um, the wealth and the health of people rather than uh, on systems. Mm. Um, And Mm. the third word uh, would be solidarity like not thinking Mm oh gosh i'm privileged i have everything i need um and i you know i'm gonna Mm -hmm. hold on to what i have instead of sharing because i I don't know where I, i i read that but um what is interesting is that when you share you actually multiply you don't divide so when you have a cake You Mm -hmm. think that if I'm sharing, you know, um, shares of this cake with someone, I'm going to lose a a little bit of the cake. I'm going to divide it. No, actually going to multiply. And I think we need to change um, this mindset of if I'm giving up something, I'm going to lose something. No, you're actually going to get it back a thousand thousand times. And I think this is what the pandemic is teaching Mm -hmm. us.
0: That is so, so beautiful. Mm. So, respect Mm -hmm. for community, people and nature. A health and wealth-based economy, as opposed to one based on systems, and solidarity, understanding that we live in an unlimitedly abundant universe, as opposed to one where if I gain, you must lose yeah. And if you gain, I must lose, which is basically very ego based mm-hmm. and very limited. So, what I'm hearing you say, if I'm going to kind of paraphrase, paraphrase a phrase I'm staying is, if we do share, it will be another way for <laughs> Definitely. paradise.
1: Definitely, and we're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna reach this dancing star that Nietzsche was talking about. If we have you know this mm-hmm. dancing star mm-hmm. in view, like as a as as the goal as a name as something to reach we all can get it but we're not going to get it if we're just um stomping on each other (laughs) you know Uh,
0: absolutely look um leila thank you so so much for that insight absolutely incredible and i think you've given a lot of food for thought um for everybody who's listening to this podcast, to really go and reflect, um, what I think definitely anyone can take away from this, at whatever level they are, and whatever they're able to do, is just the fact that you know we we're, mm-hmm. we're not living in isolation, and we can always think twice next time we have the opportunity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to show solidarity. Because it's another way for everybody in paradise, and that paradise need not have any religious mm-hmm. connotation. It's paradise on earth, living on in a living on an earth where everybody's happy, where everybody's respected, where we are different, but equally, you know, valued. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've taken away from it, really, and I and I think I need to really consider this more, is that sometimes we say things which may not come from a bad place, but we do not. um, consider deeply enough the fact that some people may not even have access to those very simple things and i'm speaking about this thing about immunity Mm -hmm. being your last line not everybody has that
1: so thank you for having me i love much for for sharing to continue
0: that (laughs) (laughs) it was beautiful you must come again absolutely i mean i have enjoyed this so much and um I'm sure there are many other things that you would share brilliantly on. And all I'm going to say and wish you now is that may the chaos that is, you know, that we're all experiencing collectively and of course you as an individual as well, um, definitely be um, the birthplace of many stars you. for you.
1: And for everybody.
0: <laughs> yes, definitely. Thank you all for listening and investing in your power and purpose through peace. I'd love you to subscribe and share this podcast with others if you found it interesting. I invite you to share your comments with me. Till the next podcast, I wish you
1: many magnificent experiences.